Hey, how you guys doing? This is from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Who Day Over 40 podcast for long time, long suffering Cincinnati Bengals fans. Who Day, everybody? Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we were with you. Uh, we are uh, one week away. That's the subtitle of this week's show. It's Who Day Over 40 versus One Week Before the Draft. Uh, it's the big Thursday night one round extravaganza. Uh, I got Big Hutch on the line. What's happening? Greetings. Yeah, we go through this every year about, man, I don't really like this new draft format. I liked it much better when it was all day Saturday and all day Sunday. Uh, this one night, one round, and then next night, two. It's, it just becomes a drag. Um, and I think uh, nothing has changed about that for me. How about you? It's a drag. It's um, yes, way too much pomp and not enough circumstance. Ironically, now that the Bengals have gotten good, now we have to wait around to nam midnight before they even pick. And, you know, it won't surprise us if we wind up not picking in the first round, if they trade back or something like that. So we wind up staying up pretty much all night for nothing. A uh, little bit of um, business here for the Who Day Over 40 crew. Uh, draft night, I will be on with the Bengals Brews podcast. Uh, as they are going through the draft pick by pick. So I'll be jumping on with them uh, for the NFL draft. So shout out to the Bengals Brews folks. All right. So uh, we got three parts of the show today. Uh, we're going to talk about the offseason program, which just started up this past week and who was there, who wasn't there. Uh, there's definitely some news about that. Probably related to that, uh, still no um, deals or extensions. And we're going to talk about that because uh, with Jalen Hurts getting his huge deal, Yesterday, uh, that probably does affect the negotiations for Joe Burrow. Uh, then we'll do our mock draft Thursday, uh, not Monday, like everybody else, uh, just getting to it late. And again, PFF on some absolute BS uh, charging people for the mock draft anymore. And uh, yeah, that's that. And we're going to talk about positional needs. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, you see Hotch has his positional needs up there. Is that in order? That is in order. Okay, I'm going to push back on all of those. Um, and we'll talk about the top three positional needs and why you think so. Um, because uh, just as a preview here, there are no starting positions for the Bengals. Like, none. Except for punter, maybe. Like, that are out there to be had, I don't think. But we'll see. All right, so let's get it started, man. Off-season workout started this past week. Players reported, um, you know, for their off-season workouts, you know, uh, it seems because the Bengals skipped all of this last year and essentially didn't do anything until the uh, the mandatories in the summer hush. Why does is that why it seems like it's so soon? It does seem like it's very soon. Um, yeah, it, it, it's I, I didn't even know they were actually out there. That's the, that tells you anything. Oh, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, players reported on Monday. Uh, and I guess that leads into the other part about who wasn't there, um, even though there's been a little bit of change since then. So do you want to go with, man, that's a surprise that they were there or that they weren't there first? Let's go with they weren't there. Okay, so the entire wide receiver crew did not show up. No T, no Jamar, and no Tyler Boyd. You could probably look at that from – I looked at it when I heard that they weren't there from a supporting – uh, T Higgins perspective, you know, as he's going into his last year, he's looking for a negotiation. Probably they're all going to not show up just to support him. Uh, 
You could also look at that as Tyler Boyd is in the last year of his contract as well. And, you know, there's no point of going to these offseason workouts with the potential of getting hurt. You could work out on your own. That could be that. Uh, there was some rumor talk out there that they were all in Cabo uh, <laughs> this past, like the last few days. And then T is actually back in Cincinnati, if you believe social media. He's back in Cincinnati today and who will be showing up tomorrow. So, is that a statement you think on the first day for the whole trios to not show up there? It seems uh, like it to me if you play conspiracy, brother. Uh, I'll for if, if, if T shows up tomorrow, then everything is all right. I'll just count it as senior skip day. Okay. Yeah. I, it, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of weird that they all didn't show. Also on the don't show list on the first day was Logan Wilson. Also in the last year of his rookie contract, looking for a deal and negotiation. So is that a power play or, you know, just didn't show up? I'm, I'm going to say I'm protecting his interest. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a power play too. Yeah, I, I, I think it is for both of them, you know, just to let you all know that, you know, I'm not happy and I would need my, you know, I'd like to have my contract. Also on the no show list, Jonah Williams uh, doesn't show up, doesn't want to play right tackle, wants to get traded. Bengals hold his rights. He has a guaranteed $12 million contract. Uh, I would imagine draft night, they may get some calls or the day after the draft, they'll get some calls for Jonah Williams, but he no shows probably not a surprise either. Not a surprise at all. And that's why it's number two on my list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's a given that uh, he wasn't going to show. It's kind of funny. And I think I've mentioned this on another show. Like who does Jonah Williams think he is? Like, honestly, like you've done nothing in this league to garner this kind of, I I don't even know the word I'm looking for. Is he in the, is he so at from what we think we know, is he between the 10th best left tackle and the 24th best, best left tackle in the NFL? I would probably go somewhere between 15 and 24. Um, that, mm-hmm. that, that who is he? And then again, you're coming mm-hmm. in, you're going to learn a new position. Maybe, and again, the Bengals, like, look, you were a long history here. They didn't trade Carson Palmer until it became absolutely necessary and somebody got desperate. They're not going to trade him. Like, oh, you don't want to come? Don't play. We just won't pay you. Like, we're good. More than than likely, unless somebody makes a crazy-ass deal, some people are talking about Tampa Bay might take him. Like, take him, please. Give us something. Please, yeah. I mean, just to free up the $12 million of nothing else. I mean, yeah, to use that money someplace else. All right. Right. So who was there that was surprising? All of the new signees were there. You know, Irv Smith, Orlando Brown was there. All of the free agent signings were there. Not a real surprise for any of that, I would assume. The bigger surprise of who was there was Joe Mixon. Uh, very surprising. That a surprise? That he was... It's very much a surprise because one, he's got, I got charges or Gallagher too, uh, but two, what what black um, person don't these days? Eh, fair. So what happens is that he shows up. He was happy to be there. 
He, you know, was glad handing the media and the press that was there, you know, ready to start year seven or something to that effect as he's coming in. Hutch, there has to have been a conversation. I was like, yeah, that's cool. You need to take this pay cut. There's no way he would have showed up if something hadn't been, I don't know about agreed to, but something. They're not paying him $12 million. They, they're more than likely not going to pay him $12 million. But until that day comes, I'm showing up to work every day, happy as a mother blanket, until I, until I don't have to show up. Yeah. These are voluntary workouts. He didn't have to show up for that. I wonder if they knew he was going to show up. Right, right. So he, I'm sure, like I said, if you on, if you're close to being on the chopping block, or you about to get a pay cut, your you your ass is usually gets there early to work, and you do what you got to do. You glad handing whatever. You make them mother blankers fire you, and they probably will. Mm. Guess so. Yeah, Joe Mixon was there. Uh, the other person that showed up there, obviously, as a non-participant, is uh, Tito Awuzie. He also showed up, um, and uh, again, obviously, didn't practice or practice or do anything like that. Still recovering from his ACL injury that happened on Halloween night again at the Halloween massacre uh, in Cleveland. Uh, whew, man, that was, what a terrible game! Uh, but yeah, he's projected to be ready no setbacks is what he reported no peaks no plateaus you know valleys like it's just on track you know he's not even like oh i want to be ready for training camp no i'll be ready for opening day not trying to push it in any way shape or form uh so that gives you as you're looking at if you're on youtube hutch's uh needs positional needs you know cornerback now becomes you know just like it was for most of the other season outside of eli apple you know cheeto you know, and uh, Cam Taylor Britt as your starters, your nickelback becomes Mike Hilton and that other guy that they signed from the Raiders. Like that's your crew, you know, line cornerback. Uh, you could always have some good ones. And when we get to the mock draft here, I'm sure that's going to come up. But uh, it, that's great news. If Cheeto is going to be ready for day one. If Cheeto is ready, um, that would be great. Um, hopefully he is. And we can roll out with them that that group of four and some have some decent reserves just in case. Yeah, it mm. it still feels like if Eli Apple's going to play in the NFL this year, it'll be for the Bengals. I'm sure they're just waiting till the end of the draft. Um, and if they find a cornerback that they like, then they'll be like, Yeah, we're good. Again, they don't want to press that button. Unless they have to, it's literally break open glass in case of an emergency. <laughs> so, the Bengals have a lot of glass come in. breaking this season. Yeah, well, he had, but he's going to be like, yeah, he would be like either you call it a luxury or an emergency piece because they don't want to use him. But if he doesn't get picked by the Bengals, I, again, why is he not signed with another team at this point? You can't tell me all these other dudes that sign are better than Eli Apple. Maybe average or close, but not better. So, yeah, uh, that, that was weird. Jackson Carmen did show up as well. Uh, reports that he's probably down about 20-some-odd pounds as he's turning fat into muscle. Going into year three for him, uh, which is, hey, wait a minute. Next year, I'm going to be a free agent as well. 
And if I want to be somebody that's going to be um, a viable option in this league, whether it's with the Bengals or somebody else, I need to get myself into shape and start taking my job seriously, which reports say that he hadn't done uh, prior to that. Hmm. What about them charges on him? Are they gone away? I, yeah, I don't think anybody's talking about that anymore. I mean, that, that's such a complicated topic of a high school student, you know, having mm-hmm. relations with another high school student, you know, 18, 15 or 18, 16 or whatever that was. Like, that's just that's so weird. That's such a gray area. So I, I, mean, I don't really want to get too far into that. Yeah, that was that was one of those things that came out of nowhere too. And the Bengals had that known about that beforehand, anyway. But yeah, so those are the off-season folks. Duke Tobin spoke today, general manager of Cincinnati Bengals. Nobody, no matter what somebody tells you, being at Mike Brown, uh, and he talked about you know extensions where the Bengals have not done any, where they have all of these players that need to be extended. Most importantly, Joe Burrow, but T Higgins. And I'm going to come back to that one in a second. Logan Wilson, uh, also one that is up for you know essentially the entire 2020 draft class or the first three picks who have led the charge in this turnaround of Super Bowl and AFC Championship game in the last two years. They know they have to pay Joe Burrow. I don't think that's going to be an issue. Everything is going to be about structure. The idea of paying T is interesting. And we'll come back to that one in a second. And then... Payne Logan Wilson, again, a three-down linebacker for sure. Probably like an outside, outside, outside pro bowler type player. They can afford to pay him too. Like, I don't think that's an issue. Like, he's not, you know, he's not Patrick Willis or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, it, like he'll, he's going to get his money and it'll be from the Bengals. Like, I don't think that's an issue either. But he is. And, you know, there were reports that, and again, you're not on social media, so I follow a lot of Bengal accounts, obviously. And there was a report. And I'm not going to name check the people. But he was like, all right, the T deal is done. Um, and it's one of the black Bengal podcasters for that matter, too. The T deal is done. You know, now we got to work on Burrow. And he reported it as if, you know, this was factual information. And I would say it's been a solid seven plus weeks ago. And Hutch just dropped out for some reason. It was seven plus days ago. And he's still unsigned. And that was an issue as, you know, you're going to make that kind of report. You have a fairly decent podcast reputation. And you go out there and you make that report that the T deal is done. And then every day that passes by where they don't announce that deal, you really kind of killed your reputation. And so he put that out there. Still hasn't happened. T doesn't show up for training or for off-season workouts. And now, you know, Duke Tobin's like, yeah, you know, we'll get it done, a deal done if, you know, if we can try to get a deal done. So it's just, um, uh, it's a little bit odd that somebody wouldn't go out there and make that report who doesn't have the history of being an insider with information about the draft or like with the team, you know, but we also wonder, you know, people just make things up for clicks so people can start going to their sites, to their podcasts, and those types of things. So, all right. So, if you're watching on YouTube, Hutch just dropped off for some reason. So, I'm flying solo. Not quite sure why he hasn't made it back in. Maybe I need to let him back in. There he goes. All right. What happened there, Thank Chief? Thank you. I went to check my what sources. Happened? 
I went, yeah, my Which sources source? say that, that, yeah, my source said that that person was uh, pulling straw out of his ass. Yeah, I, it's, it, I don't know if you heard my soliloquy there as we're waiting for you to come I back, did. but um, yeah, it's just. It, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's, again, they, it's, it's, it's journalism. It's journalism in the 21st century. Get it out, but it's get not, out something now, and then you just hope you're right. But more than likely, you're wrong. But it, but it ain't clicks. journalism. Clicks, but clicks blogosphere, blogosphere podcast is not. I feel like the 680 dudes, journalists, you know, like it's not that. Like you have a, again, he has a reputation of being a little bombastic. Uh, definitely challenging people online in terms of, you know, fandom and those types of things, other teams, but he's not an insider. You know, they've had like famous Bengals players on their show. So it's not Mm -hmm. like that. Like I know they, they know somebody to know somebody to get these dudes on their show, but I wouldn't call them an insider. And so reporting that. but, But on the counterpoint, ain't nobody watching Lester Holt. Fox News just got slammed for a billion dollar damn near for defamation. Right. So though, and that's supposed to be is the news. So yeah. in these days and times, it's whatever you listen to, and most get, people now are listening to people on the internet. I guess that more than anything is this: why risk your reputation? You know, uh, but also leaning into what you're saying. You know, there's no such thing as shame anymore. So. Since there's no shame, you can just say whatever the hell you want, and, and you know, just, the and then much much like the former president, just pretend that you didn't say it or pretend it didn't happen, and just move on to the next thing. So, like, until, I get that part of it, but you know, the lawyers I mean, knock on your door talking about defamation right. or libel. You you're all right, right? And then there's somebody that follows us, you know, and I'm, I have a fairly decent relationship with of their two people, the other one, the one that didn't report it, but. So T's deal ain't done. Ain't no deals done. Jalen Hurts just got his deal done yesterday. Highest paid player in NFL history, which is kind of funny, essentially because he's had, you know, a season and a half of really good play. And they paid him $51 million or something like that. He's the highest average. Okay, that's great. I mean, it really was a five-year, $180 million deal. This idea of guaranteeing the entire contracts like the dumbass Browns did, that's not happening. No team is doing that again. The league definitely colluded to make sure that didn't happen again. So, you know, that's great for him, you know, and then that puts it back back on Burrow. You know, I would say they're, you know, fairly similar accomplishments to be fair. Can I have the screen for a minute? Go ahead. Do I have to give it to you? Hold on. Uh, present. Uh, oh, gosh. I don't know. I have to change that over to you. Oh, let's see here. Oh, hold on. I think you can take it. I'm going to try it. Brother Beavis was able to take it. All right, let's try that. I don't see anything. Nothing? No, sir. Oh wait a minute! This shares. There you go. You're good. Yeah. So yes, that that uh, prompted me to be like, wait a minute. Let me see. Let me check out the stats of these Oopaloopins. Mm-hmm. 
And shit, I forgot that he was drafted the same year with with Burrow. Correct. And he was what round two. He was. I, I don't even remember. I think he was at one. I think he was round two. Yeah, I think so. So but yeah, these are the stats. If you're watching on YouTube, it's going to be hard to see, so you're going to need to read that because that's a very small Excel sheet. Thing. Sorry, sorry, so sorry. But, yeah, I mean, so Joe Burrow's record is 24-17-1. Jalen Hurts is 23-11-0 or 0. Mm. Uh, basically, I mean, the long story short is Joe Burrow got him outclassing every stat. Right. Every Yeah, and played stat. less games. And, well, played and he's less probably games. played less games. Right. Right. So, yep. yeah. I, I um, mean, yeah. Yeah. It, call it East Coast bias. Call it whatever you want. That he, you know, again, he just got the team to the Super Bowl. It was the perfect time to extend it. Bengals are going to extend Joe Burrow. Like, I think that's coming. I don't think anybody thinks that that's not going to happen. But, you know. First one in the door, man. You know, you get in right. the door, you you know, you get a deal that's probably more beneficial for the team. Bengals didn't do it, so now the price just keeps going up. And right. you know, the longer you wait, the more you're gonna have to pay. Right. And Joe Burrow, like so Joe Burrow on yesterday was like, he he grabbed a big ass cigar and was like, shit, I know I got me an extra million or two coming now. So yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah it, and, and there's still two more, or at least one more out there. I think Maybe, that's probably two more. The, the, I guess the weird part, not the weird, but the traditional part for the Bengals is that they usually announce extensions and new deals at training camp. I mean, it's like it's right. standard, really. So my thought is that they're waiting for the end of the draft and trying to get the roster set, do whatever they're going to do with that, and then announce whatever deals they're going to announce in training camp. That, like, I know everybody's all hyped and people getting, you know, telling people deals are done or whatever. Like, I, you're going to have to wait to training camp. And again, what's that, July? You're going to have to wait all this time. So everybody's anxiety will get to, you know, maximum peak levels. But Joe Burrow ain't going nowhere. If Even if they don't pay T this year, they'll wind up franchising him next year anyway. So you got him for two seasons like you know what i mean like there's this little small window here before deals start kicking in incredibly that you can still get things done so i i i, I i'm not somebody that's panicking about that until he's like you know what i don't want to play for the Bengals no more yeah um, yeah i'm, I'm gonna hold off on that number five jersey until yeah i would hold off yeah for sure i i know goat killers uh like man chomping at the bit to get one like, no, and he already oh, has the no. 85, so. Right. 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 Hold oh, no. on. Are you switching to change something again? Because I have to take you out of full screen to add something to a stream. Uh, oh, so, I was going to show up the Bengals uh, whatever salary, but then you take me out. Okay. All right. We get into the uh, other part of the show. The third part is our mock draft Thursday. Uh, not Monday. So we're going to go ahead and go to PFF and do our three-round mock because, again, PFF is on some BS uh, to go through. So as I'm pulling this up, Hutch, you have your positional needs for the Bengals outside of a new stadium, which is a whole different conversation. That's cornerback, offensive tackle, tight end, and running back. Like I said, I was going to push back on all of that because there are no starting positions that are going to be drafted by the Bengals like by somebody that comes in. Mm-hmm. starting like I, there, I i can't think of one position 
that their rookie would come in to start other than punter. And so now you're drafting for depth future because you do have a lot of people coming up um, on their contracts. The, the Tyler Boyd is last year, DJ Reader last year, uh, Cheeto last year, especially on the defensive side of the ball. That's why I keep thinking this needs to be a defensive draft to start to fill in these positions that you're going to lose in free agency. And everybody on the other side of this, not everybody, but people that I'm listening to are like looking at offensive positions, you know, get a tight end here in the first round, need a running back in the second round. I'm like, yo, that seems a little bit much for me. But, you know, so is this in order of positional need that you have there? Cornerback, OT, tight end and running back? I think so. Okay. All right. So let's see how the mock draft goes as we pull this up. On PFS mock draft simulator, can you see it? I can ish. All right, yeah. all right. You can it. I can ish see it. Too I small. Mean, it's if it was bigger, okay. that's what she said. Yeah, that's what she said. All right, we'll make it bigger. Man, that's huge though. Yeah, How about I, one fit? Yeah, that's good for. It's good enough for. All right, so let's go start this draft. We're not taking any trades or anything like that. We're probably going to get into a side brother topic on where cj stroud goes here <laughs> but uh, sure. we're gonna start the draft and here we go round one y'all so as those are going through i'm gonna go back up to see where cj stroud got picked he's and third he or fourth? no two yeah, two to the Man. texans yeah not it wouldn't be surprising if it did happen obviously it wouldn't be surprising if it didn't anthony richardson goes forward to the Colts. that's a mistake yeah i don't um, yeah, the anthony richard one is a shaky shaky yeah that's we'll leave we'll leave is a shaky one too he's um, shaky too uh-oh jackson smith nick and jigbo to the falcons man the two man, years of wide they're, they're, they're talking about round. taking that that running back i Which like one that's Bijan? crazy too Bijan. yep oh okay wow all right so we go through, if you look at for players that were kind of talked about for the Bengals, Darnell Wright, the right tackle, got 14 to the Patriots there. Dalton Kincaid, that's the tight end that I think that they would, they cover it. But at 15 to Green Bay, Kalijah Cansey, a defensive tackle that uh, I think that they would love to have as well. Uh, at 16, Paris Johnson, the right tackle from Ohio State, 17 to the Hayden Steelers. Pittsburgh. Yeah, that would be Joey cool. Porter, there's been a lot of talk about by him as the cornerback he goes to the lions at 18 so i mean there's a lot of dudes that are coming off the board that you know the Bengals would have probably had some interest in Bijan robinson they're not taking a running back there uh to the jacksonville jaguars the 24 and so as we get into this pick all right so the Bengals are on the clock at 28 uh let's see what i I think we need i think we need a cornerback more we need a tie it in but let's see what they got all right so the again if you listen to the a lot of the Bengals podcast there's this i guess groundswell for this cornerback emmanuel forbes uh and he's showing up there um for mississippi state he's small like that's the the biggest knock on him is that he's he's fine Yes, but he's lighting behind. He, like at 163. Light in the ass. Between 163 and 170 at 6'1". So, I mean, he's, you know, uh, hula hooping in a Cheerio. A yes. So, but elite athleticism, 
insane ball skills. Like Bengals love first round cornerbacks. I mean, that could definitely be the move for them. The other player, though, and in this mock draft, he's there, is tight end and Cincinnati native Michael Mike Mayer. He wants to come to Cincinnati. He's been very, very adamant about wanting to come back to Cincinnati. Um, that uh, It seems that you could get a tight end later. He's the most complete one that can come in and block and catch. We saw him play against Ohio State in game one. He tore us we watched up. that in your apartment. Uh, you know, in game one this year, you know, Dragon Con weekend. So, like, uh, I, 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 I don't know. I think this uh, is a defensive draft. You're going to have Mike I, Hilton going into his last like, year of his we, deal we, next year. We, we re-signed Drew Sample, and we picked yes. up some other. Uh, Irv Smith. No, yeah, that dude. Those, those are day laborers as far as I'm concerned at tight end. Yeah, but you, I don't know. I, um, it's a tight end, though. Positional value versus potential for cornerback, which is a can he, higher. Can he block TJ Watt. Um, that's yeah. or can yeah? Can he do? I'm almost, we almost need another tight end to block. Mm. Um, I don't. He'll catch fifty balls, maybe. Uh, mm. hey, probably mm. more than that. Probably. I. I. I who else is left? Zay Flowers, wide receiver. There's Emmanuel Ford. You know, we don't um, need no wide receivers. I don't you know, they had – look, Dewan Jones is still there. He's got terrible right. tape. Um, and he yes. might turn into a, a super fatty. Um, yes. uh, there is – this defensive uh, – he's a defensive tackle. This Ottawati, a, a Dubuar or whatever, mm-hmm. or from Northwestern. Uh, the, the, if you read the, the beast by Dane Brugler, the draft guy from the athletic, like he draft, he had him to the Bengals at 28, uh, mm-hmm. to get a tackle, um, you know, super athletic, obviously, you know, could dominate in certain things, but obviously he went to Northwestern. He's obviously very intelligent. intelligent. Uh, so, you know, that's probably be, three or four languages. Right. Yeah. Well, he's probably Nigerian as the league has turned it into a lot of Nigerian players. That would be my guess, you know? So who are we taking? Who are you taking? If I'm sticking to my draft board, damn, Mm. I don't want that twig. I mean, he (laughs) might be all this and all that, but he has six pick sixes, Hutch elite level balls. Damn. Now that that's impressive. Yep. That's I like that. I do too. But but, uh, our, I'm going to guess that our our the the three teams in our division are all going to get better passing the ball against us or against mm-hmm. everybody. Damn, fuck it! I do like six ints. Mm. Pick that motherfucker. Pick Forbes. All right, Emmanuel Forbes. We're going to draft Emmanuel Forbes. All right, let's get into pick number sixty. I'm still only letting you do two rounds on this thing. This is PFF. Y'all, mm, terrible. All right, so let's see who's at left as the Bengals. Oh, my, he's there. Wow. Uh, we'll get to it in a second. All right, so if you pass on a tight end there, where did it wind up going? Oh, look, the, they got Dewan Jones, too. They take Paris, The Steelers take Paris Johnson and Dewan Jones. Come on, son. 
That'd be terrible. They, I mean, they uh, are Ohio see, Michael State. Mayer. Mayer winds up going to uh, to the, the Eagles. Eagles. I think they have two first round picks. Uh, let's see, Anton Harrison, the right sure. tackle from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another player. Mozzie Smith from the school up north. Uh, that's definitely been somebody that's been mocked to the Bengals at twenty eight. Um, there's the tackle from there. He winds up going to the Jets. Interesting. All right, the tight ends are starting to come off the board there. Luke Musgrave, somebody the Bengals have had interest in from Oregon State. Sam Laporta from Iowa, somebody that they would have had interest in as well. Um, let's see. Luke Whipler, he's terrible. I don't know why. Why did it, Ohio State centers, man. It don't work out, they, bro. It, I, I'm, you can tell no. the team, they couldn't run yeah. against halfway decent they team. They couldn't, right. and that's yeah. a, and and that's a, a damning, round. telling sign. A second-round center, for one, and he has no positional value. He can only play center. Uh, that's ter- That would be a terrible pick. Um, Zach Charbonnet, the running back from UCLA, has been mocked to the Bengals in round two on several occasions. Uh, he goes off the board to the Jet, to the Giants, which is funny because they were saying that Saquon doesn't want to sign a deal because uh, you that. don't overpay for running backs, especially one right. that has had some injury history. So I wouldn't pay of, him either. A lot of injury history. Yeah, and, I wouldn't pay that, him either. And that running back from Green Bay took a 33% cut from yeah. 16 down to $11 million. So it's a bad year to be a running back. Yeah. So the Bengals have typically drafted running backs in the second round. There is a groundswell of Jameer Gibbs from Alabama to the Bengals. Uh, some people talking about he won't last the 60. Well, in this mock, he did. Uh, so, you know, he's fits what they like to do. He's not an everyday back, though, or every down back. You're going to have to, uh, you know, scheme it up. But, I mean, we've seen him play, too. You know, if you swing it out to him in the flat, if he makes one dude miss – Cancel Christmas because he's taking it to the house. So that fits what the Bengals do as a as a pass first offense hutch. You take the running back in the second round. Keep uh, knowing that he's gonna, you know, split carries, obviously. Yeah. With Joe Mixon if on a pay cut. So in a 60-40 situation where Joe Mixon is so, your so dominant running back. I, I got a question. How much do you think they want him to a pay cut they want him to take? That from 12 to what? I'd probably say half. I'd probably say half. Take six. Down to six. Yeah. That's that's mm. that seems fair. That seems fair. I'd, I'd be mad as fuck. Um, where's he gonna get twelve million dollars? He ain't gonna right. Right, he could exactly. be right, he could be uh not in the league. Somebody would take him, but he a rap. Like, yeah, he's gonna get it yeah. on the street, he's gonna get three. Right, on the street, damn. So that sucks. If that. Um, yeah. hmm. Let's see who's out here. What do you think Ezekiel's asking for? He'd probably be in that somewhere three to five range, too. Three to five. Whatever he's asking for and what he's going to get are two different things. So, oh, oh I, well, I know what he want. I mean, I, he want to be still wants to get double digits, and he yeah, and, shit, ain't and he ain't getting double digits from nobody. No, to the left of the desk well, anyway. Look at that, Hutch. Darnell Washington dropped this far. I, I, I like me some Darnell Washington, you. Yeah. He's raw. He, he, can is, block, he is raw, but he's big as fuck. It's going to take him probably two to three seasons to become somebody that you could count on to throw it to. Um, in, the, in the professional level. But he's a correct. He's 270-something on a good day. 
on a good day. Has the potential to wind up playing tackle, to be fair. Right. You know, I started tight end and right. wind up becoming a right go tackle. Around, you got to go around that fat ass. Yeah. That, I See, for me, like, that's not what I need. I need. If I wanted to draft a tackle, I draft a tackle. I don't want to draft a linebacker or a tight end that could turn into one. Right, um, that's, I got offensive tackle as my second choice, but there ain't many there, is yeah. it? No. Look at Keely Ringo dropped all the way down, too. Cornerback from Georgia. That's wild. Them, them, as as we saw in that Ohio State debacle, that mm. the defense for Georgia, they had I mean, they're five star players. They might have three star brains. Or mm. or they or they took Ohio State. They took everybody like kinda. But they took right. Ohio State light, and yeah. and we got to them yeah. until the end. So who are you taking off based on your positional value chart? There, you know, you said I, there, we needed a tight end, no offensive tackle. Yeah, you got a tackle. You needed to get it in the first round. But again, here's my pushback to you. I'm not saying if you don't take one at 28, you're not getting a good one, right? Or a, a potential good one. You're getting a project two. Right. Let's list all the people that could play right tackle that's on that team already. Uh, it's a lot. We got, Prince. We, we got we got Adenogy. three or four names that play the tackle spot. Right. Um but that's what I'm saying. Two like, of them are even if you one, drafted one is, Anton right. Harrison. Mm-hmm. Even if you drafted him or Dewan Jones or whatever, I don't think there's a guarantee they start. I don't think there is either. And I mean, that's what but, I'm saying. So if you're not gonna, if you're not getting a surefire starter at 28, I'm not sure. Why, then take a project in round four and five. Like I'm not wasting a, a premium pick here on no freaking project tackle. Right. This is right. Uh, somebody that's being picked in the top 60 should needs be to playing. Play. Yeah. Right. I needs agree. To play. Right. I'm taking and play and play. Junior. Above their contract, I'm pl- I'm um, taking Jameer Gibbs. Look, we have to get to. We're this probably going to need. Are we going to try to? Are we going to try to outscore? we're we're not going to. Yeah, we're not going to. Oh boy, is gone. Mixon's gone. He ain't taking. He, he's gone. Um, he should, if he was gone, he wouldn't have shown up. But I I hear what you're saying. Right. They they they, they he's gone. That other dude they signed from the Rams or what? Tra- what do we got? Travion Henderson. Who we got in the? Who we got in the backfield now? Travion Williams. Williams. Travion Williams. Chris Evans. That's pretty much yeah, it. What? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think Nixon is gone. I I, I hope I, I kind of hope he's not going, but they are gonna ask for six million or less. For him to he's gonna take a at least a fifty percent pay cut to stay, and that sucks. I would say I, my pride, his pride, will probably be like, "Fuck that, I'm leaving." <laughs> and he's gonna find the streets is hard. Yes, they are very difficult. Right. Even so, for who are you taking? Top one hundred people. If I'm, if I'm scroll down again. I, I if I can help, but I ain't taking Jamar. And we don't need. A, I mean, Jamar we do need Gears. a linebacker. We don't. No uh, linebackers. I've no Fosky. linebackers. Not worth it. I, Notre Dame Isaiah sucks. Fosky, no Notre Dame players. Right, sucks. 
Saki. Who is that Baylor dude? Defensive line. I don't know nothing about him. Mm. A center. It's not necessary. I mean, no. I mean, unless he's the second coming or somebody. There has been a little bit of wear out there about DJ Turner, elite athleticism as well. Uh, we gonna go double, back. double, double, yeah, double school north. Take Dar- Darnell Washington. There's your tight end project, and then you just hope that Irv Smith doesn't get hurt because he's not ready take, to come in and play tight end. Take Darnell Washington. Damn it. Mm. That's it. You can only do right, two can't, rounds. Right, no grade. <laughs> probably and you can't B, get a grade either. Probably be terrible. Plus. Terrible. Eighty dollars. Is it that much? I thought it was like sixty. I, I, that thing says something. It's still too much. Yeah. Okay. Man. So on the big board, you know, it was reasonable. You know, not too far off. You know, if you wind up going over to, um, and I'll switch over to that here in a second here. On the athletic, and you tell me about their big board. You, you can never have enough cornerbacks. Um, it also be nice. You also could never have enough defensive linemen, especially the ones that can rush the rush the quarterback. Yeah, I just don't think. Again, if you had to shoot a guess, I don't know if you know this answer off the top of your head. The last defensive lineman picked in the first round by the Bengals. The last defensive lineman picked by the Bengals. In the first round. In the first round. It's got to be past Big Daddy. Yes. Uh. I can't. I can't come off the top of my head now. Come on. You're not that off. You're good. Uh, oh, uh, I like to drink in Dayton. Just ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, well, actually, he was good after. I mean, really good after he left. Unfortunately, yes, very much so. But yes, that is the last one. That's 2001. That the last time they drafted a defensive lineman in round one. So if you look at the Bengals trends, you know, that's not necessarily something that they're probably they're, going to do. They're probably yeah, not. They're going to wind up, yes, drafting a corner, though. They've drafted, like, in the last however many years, like six first-round corners. And, I mean, so, right. The, right. No, yeah, they, yeah, they love drafting cornerbacks. Right. That's what I'm saying. So it probably is more likely that it's Emmanuel Forbes over um, that. So you still using your athletic free month there, Chief? Who, me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, here you go. So this is Dane Brugler. He's the one that does the beast. Can you see this? Not yet. No? Nope. Okay, hold on. Let me close all these other windows as I was trying to get to that. So, PFF, we got our grades there. Like, we're good. All right, I'm going to stop the share and then come back to it. All right, here we go. You can see me now, right? I can see you. 
All right, let's go back to the present on the share screen. Dane Brugler. Can you see that now? It's getting there. Yeah, I see something. Okay. All right, so he he does a seven-round mock of every single team. <laughs> but, like, for, for our thing here, we're going to keep it just to the Bengals. And so in the first round, he had that defensive lineman from Northwestern, uh, the Adewami. Abador or whatever. Again, that'd be a first round, the first time the Bengals draft a defensive lineman in round one since 2001. So, yeah. All right. Here's this I, I, other one. Paul. If, if he was the if he was the cornerback or the safety or something like that, or he was a safety or something, or the linebacker, maybe I'd be like, I'm all in. But I don't think you get to think too much as a defensive lineman. You just got to outmuscle that 300-pound dude in front of you. If you look at the guys that do the um, – hear that podcast growling, uh, Paul Daner Jr., Emmanuel Forbes, the cornerback, which we had talked about there, Anton Harrison, one of the picks, the right tackle from Oklahoma. Again, if you don't get an offensive lineman at 28, again, everybody else's project. All right, so into round two. Zach Charbonnet, the running back from UCLA. Again, the Bengals drafting second-round running backs, definitely something. Uh, Daner had Sam Laporta, the tight end from Iowa. And Morrison Darius Rush, cornerback from South Carolina. So if you look at the first two picks from all of those, that covers all of your needs, essentially. Not all of them, but it covers the things that you have on there. You could get your offense. Of lineman, you could get your tight end, running back, cornerback, like those. Like I think your needs line up with what they feel that the Bengals' needs are too. So, round three, a guard tackle from Alabama. I just, I, I cannot mm-hmm. honestly. How, how close will your heart be to stopping if they don't take an offensive lineman at all in these seven picks? I won't. I won't be upset. Yeah, I don't think I, – I think it's a very real possibility that they don't. I just don't – If I just don't, unless somebody falls to them in round one, I think they're comfortable now with the dues that they have now that they got the left tackle thing straightened out and just trying to, you know, hope, pray or whatever for for right tackle. You know, hope Jonah comes in and can do it. Um, a, an edge from Louisville, third round, Yaya Diaby. Uh, Colby Wooden, a defensive tackle from Auburn. You know, like those things are all there. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's all there, Hudge. You know, it's all there. Like those players that are on your draftable thing here are all available. You just whenever that you get them. So, right. Right. so at at the 28th pick in the draft, you're getting the third or fourth best player in probably East position. Right. Except for running back, so I mean, right. um, so I, I, I like I said, the Bengals. If I if I knew, I would like to know who's going to be. Do we have two good starting cornerbacks at least that are healthy? Uh, right. I I would like to have. Um, I like to have a running back that can get me one fucking yard on third mm. down. Right and maybe fourth, and I like to have an offensive line where my quarterback ain't on the on his back, right? 30, 40, or fifty times a season. 
I think they feel that they addressed that by getting uh, Orlando Brown and then the thought that Wedge McCullough would go to right tackle and it would be fine, but we'll see how that goes. You know, the running back situation is an issue at this point because you need to get younger there and more dynamic. And cheaper. So there's that. And the cornerback situation, again, it's really all dependent upon Cheeto. You know, if he's there and healthy, Cam Taylor, Britt showed enough, I think, that we're like, you know what? And again, they don't ask their corners to be manning up people. I mean, they play freaking zones and quarters and like all that. It's, it's you know, it's scheme it's over scheme. talent. It, yeah, it it's scheme, scheme over talent. Yeah, you know. It, it is, but so, I mean, I think we kind of got lucky that in in our division anyway, we had a whole bunch of sucky quarterbacks and they and they and sucky receivers because the quarterbacks were sucky. I I think fair. everybody in the division is upgrading their receiver core and fair. they might be and probably but, a little bit better. I think Lamar Jackson going back to Baltimore. I don't think anywhere he has anywhere else to go. Fair to push back on that. They went what three and three in the division, four and two, three and three, three and three. So they weren't that sucky. uh, We lost. They only lost. How many games did they lose? Four. We lost four, three in the division, three in the division, and and to the backup quarterback, right, or two of them anyway. I think it's scheme over talent, and it's just you know being versed in the scheme. I think having two new corner or two safeties back there is probably going to push that scheme part, like, you know, because they just won't be as familiar, at least early in the season, about what the scheme is. But, like, I, there's a portion of me, though, that also wants to say, you know what? Screw the defense. Just go out and outscore everybody. Give me freaking Jameer Gibbs. Give me Michael Mayer in the first round and then go beat people 35 to 30. And just hold on for the defense. I mean, there's there's a portion of me that definitely wants to do that because really that's where the league is going or is that anyway now anyway. But you do have to be able to cover a little bit and sack the quarterback, which is two things, one of two things that they're really not great at. They're not. And you could pick either one for either week, and sometimes it's both. So right. that's why I'm, I I want a defensive I want a defensive tackle. I can rush the passer from the defensive tackle position at 28, whether it's the kid from Northwestern, whether it's Kalijah Cansey, whether it's uh, Breezy from Clemson. Like, I need somebody that can come in there and take some of those snaps. That's why I, I, I want that position at 28 and just hope and pray at right tackle. Just <laughs> one of those dudes can cover for it at this point. Right, right. I, I, I would like to. I would love to for the bank if the Bengals can run the ball up the middle and on, on off off tackle in twenty twenty three. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when they have to, mm-hmm. or when they should, or maybe on third and one. As we're getting close up to our hour uh, time limit draw here. Uh, <laughs> The other bit of Bengal news, and we'll talk about this. We did in the group chat last night. Okay, so finally, the Skyline Chili has taken over as the Chili sponsor of, uh, God, I keep calling it Paul Brown Stadium, of Paycor Stadium, uh, the evil opposites that would be uh, Gold Star Chili had been in there since the stadium opened. And finally, they removed them out. Okay, so again, hey, our quarterback does not like Skyline. 
I mean, he made a tweet about it in 2018 before he became a Bengal. But he said, Skyline Chili is trash. Okay? So, that's fine. I don't think I knew that you're, you had such a disdain for Skyline Chili until last night. So, you know, tell tell me tell the listeners that's why that you don't like Skyline Chili. That combination is some shit from uh, <laughs> college night where your ass is drunk <laughs> as fuck. <coughs> you, there, right. There's no way you the I mean chili on hot dogs, sure. Cheese, sure. You put spaghetti on it? Spaghetti? Huh? Yeah. That's some crazy shit. That's some crazy college. I'm starving shit. You don't eat. No one eats that shit. I mean, I don't. Th- I don't see how anybody over the age of 25 eats that shit. Uh, I just had it five days ago. All right. So, uh, inside baseball. Okay. So we grew up in a neighborhood where there was no skyline chili. Like, didn't know it was a thing. And we can go through a whole podcast about, oh, things that are on the other side of the town or the other side of the tracks that we didn't know about that later on we found out was fucking delicious. Much Very like Grater's ice cream. Hello, I'm staring at you. So I didn't eat it until I was a college student with Brother Beavis. And I was like, wow, this is okay. But then I didn't have it for a long time because, you know, it wasn't anywhere where I was at. And then when I moved here, it just happened to be one here. And it was like, oh, okay. Now there's one here. And I would go. And then I met the woman that would be my wife. We would go there, you know, fairly much every Saturday after church. Like, go to church on Saturday night, go to Skyline after church. Like, it was like a routine, you know? So it's just become something that, you know, we like. And then when we had kids, Kids like it too, you know, but, and I don't think I ever tell you the story and be thinking about the exit music as we cross it almost to an hour here. All right. So the last, one of the last times we went to Ohio and we picked up our father to go out to eat and we took him to Skyline because we, you know, we're in Ohio, you know, got to stop at Skyline or whatever. So we stopped at the one like in uh, in the Brown District or whatever over there by UD. Over there by UD, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went over there and it was a nice area now where it used to be trash. But anyway, um, it's the same one we went with um, Adrian when we uh, after, when Ann Barbara, uh, yeah, passed, Barbara away. passed away. Yeah, I was, I, that was the last time I've had it. Okay, well, uh, our father, not a fan. So if, if that does father. anything for you, uh, <laughs> If that does anything for you, like he literally pushed it around like his plate, you know, just to be kind and nice, but not a fan. So right. that's the day he beat me for a whole pizza. That's a whole right. nice story. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. So you, you got that in common. Yes. Among other things. Yes. And Adrian loved it, too. So Adrian Adrian loved it. it was tearing loved it up. It. Yeah, uh, I know. And, hey, good, good luck to her. You That's know, I'm, but it's to me. I, I, my Indian name is Miss No Meals. Not but that. I would be down to my fighting weight if I had to fuck with that shit. <coughs> there are, there have been Saturdays where we make this hour and a half trip to go get Skyline. Holy man! One way, hour and a half. Whoa, whoa. Yes, solid. All right. 
Anyway, yeah. So yes, thank you, Skyline. You'll be back in the stadium. I don't know how could people could be eating that in a football stadium, regardless. But that's a whole right. Nice and, and right, and the bathroom has got to be yeah, it's got to double be up. up. Yeah, double yeah. Blown I mean, up. Yeah. Even if it's not like just the idea of being around all those people breathing on me while I'm eating right, food and, is right, and off too. They put onions on it too, right? You can ask for onions. You, you don't need I, to right. get onions. You, man, you talk about a, a stomach. Just bubbling, gastronomical <laughs> night. Right, you're. I mean, you are. You, I have no way in hell I can watch the Bengals in the fourth quarter down six points with that shit gurgling in my belly and beer and all that other sh- man. I'd be all twisted up. I'm I twisted up now. Thinking about it. Noted. All right. What's your excellent music, Hutch? We're one week before the draft. What you got? Oh, the wait is over. Call it a day. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, damn. I really. Uh, uh, I really don't have one. You supposed to have one. your exit music. Ah, damn it, each man! Time I'm we thinking. have the show set. I have. Uh, uh, shit. Uh. Damn. I'm trying to make it fit. Just the two of us. A chub rock. Why? <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Oh, let's see here. I don't have one. I mean, Come I'm, on, man. I'm, the struggle is real. Oh, my goodness. I can't be putting the show together. And I, look, man. Because I slammed down my notes on the table. I, I protect your neck. Look, you usually have a tie-in to what we were talking about. I know, about. damn it. What are we yeah, choking looking, under the there's pressure? There's no song here, about sir. we need a new stadium. Uh, yes. Let's see here. You're choking under the pressure. I not, There's no pressure per se. Yeah, I understand. Um, a little pressure. Well, let's see here. What? Uh, Trouble Man? Marvin Gaye? Uh, let's see. No. Relation? Or, uh, mm. Wake Up Everybody? Yeah. Is there a good draft song? There's no army dra- song. Well, you want to be no all you dra- can be. Oh, how about nineteen? Vietnam. We were. I was nineteen. Nineteen. It's the draft. Sure, go for it. Oh, who sings that? Who sings that? That song. That that, that instrumental song. Nineteen. Saigon, Saigon. Damn, you, if you wouldn't have asked me that, I would have thrown it off the top of my head. Come on, son. I would have known. I would have known. In Vietnam, they were 19. Mm. Holy mackerel. God, what's that, 84? 83, 84, one of those years. Mm. Damn, it's not even on. Come on. It's not even on Spotify. Yeah, I mean, it's on here, but I remember who the- sings it? Damn. <laughs> Man, <laughs> shit. Man, that's, you went too far. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. What was, I want to say it was Paul something. All Hardcastle. Yeah, see, it was 85. Paul something. 
Yeah, I knew Paul Hardcastle Paul. 85. All right, geez, Louise. How am I looking up the music now, too? Yeah, yeah it's a hard life. You, that's what you get with eating Skyline right. chili. So, so, yeah, so the varsity is a big thing here in yeah. Georgia. I don't mess with that. Know. I didn't mess with that when I was there. Exactly. It was I trash. ate that shit when I first came here, and literally it was shit. Yeah, and I I've never eaten it since. Yeah, they used to. To get that, at, I, don't have yeah, a, that I hate hot dogs now. I hate them unless they're cooked yeah. on the grill and they're burnt. Mm. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, y'all. So as far as Paul Hardcastle's 19 starts to play us out again, a week out of draft, we'll be back again. I'll be with the Bengals Brews folks on draft night one. Uh, then we'll probably regroup as a, a, a Who Day Over 40 crew for rounds two and three. And then later in the weekend for the other rounds, see who the Bengals draft. Hopefully, everybody stays away from the number 99 because it's jinxed like hell. And uh, so nobody picks that number. And we'll see what the Bengals do, man. So as the producer of this podcast, uh, maybe you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. Just search Brothers Comics. And uh, I'm going to sign off. I'll go ahead and sign off. Peace, love,